0: and we are live. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm here with Tara. We had some technical difficulties, so she is currently on the telephone, but she is on the computer as well. So I will have a video recording if you can go onto YouTube for that. I apologize for not posting at the normal time. I just had some traveling today, so we're um, posting at 8 p.m. instead of 8 a.m. Tara, how are you doing? Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hi, I'm doing great. Um, I am a vocal performance major and psychology major at Mizzou. That's where me and Lily met. Um, I'm a fifth year. so And I also happen to be a singer that also smokes cannabis and openly uh, invests and advocates for the industry.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So how did you find cannabis? What was your path?
1: Well, uh, I mean... I was mostly just introduced by, like, friends at parties and stuff, especially when I was younger. I think the first time I actually ever, like, smoked any was probably when I was, like, 16 or so. And then I didn't really start regularly smoking until I was 18, but I've been smoking pretty regularly ever since. So that's, I am 23 now, so, oh, that's about, I mean, that's about five, five years on oh, no, six years or so
0: nice so are you passionate about artists who use cannabis specifically musicians since you are one
1: it's always great to find a fellow musician who appreciates cannabis for sure because I definitely have found that it enhances just the and musical experience in general both performing and listening to music and going to concerts and stuff like that so it's really cool when you find someone else who appreciates those same benefits
0: so who is your favorite artist that you either know smokes cannabis or your favorite artist to listen to while smoking cannabis
1: hmm. interesting i just have such an eclectic music taste so <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of different things uh, i would say I mean, I think my favorite artist that smokes weed and that, I mean, advocates for the industry as well, I mean, is definitely, I mean, Snoop Dogg. (laughs) He's been doing this for so long, and on top of that, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's such a cool guy, and I think had he not had cannabis to smoke, I mean, what other kinds of stuff would he have done instead? I mean, I think cannabis is just, Such a leveler and something that's so much more laid back than even alcohol. For sure. And I mean, he still has a career. He's had a very, very, very long career. So I definitely look up to somebody who can last that long in the music industry, especially when you make it big. It's pretty hard. It's not easy. So
0: yeah, he's got t shirts after him. He's got cups after him. He has probably blankets with his face on it, posters definitely with his face on it, not to mention his own cannabis strain. Have you tried it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've tried some of his stuff for sure.
0: Is yeah. it more Indica or Sativa? Do you know?
1: I have no idea. I, think he, I mean, he does a lot of stuff at this point. I really have no idea.
0: Yeah. Um, but Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite song by him?
1: <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it's, it's probably probably drop it like it's hot
0: (laughs) (laughs) but there are there are so many artists that like smoke
1: i mean miley cyrus lady gaga i mean none of them that like talk as much about weed like in their stuff or in their day-to-day life but i mean it's people who've smoked it and um invest in the industry for sure
0: yeah like Melissa Etheridge actually had breast cancer and so she started using cannabis and at one point she got arrested for using cannabis and she instead of like cowering in fear was like what the hell this helps me I'm gonna help other people to like recognize that and she went on a whole campaign which I thought was very inspirational especially a female artist I mean I don't know if anyone has heard Melissa Etheridge's music but she's fantastic I know my parents love it
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't I don't know if I've listened to that artist in particular, but I mean, there's a lot of a lot of just people in general who have had that story where before they were just sort of bought into all the negative stigma around it. And then when it turns out they needed it for medicinal purposes, they were like, wow, okay, so this stuff isn't so bad at Mm -hmm. all.
0: And there's been, like, famous people who have really pushed cannabis. I mean, of course, we know of Bob Marley. He is the classic if you're listening to cannabis and smoking or The Expendables or uh, Revolution is really good, too. That's actually one of my favorite artists to listen to and smoke is Revolution with um, Sky is the Limit. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. But, so, like, Bob Marley with Rastafarianism, it actually, they use cannabis over there as a uh, way to become more spiritual and to connect with God. Have, have you heard about that?
1: I've not, no, but they would not be the first culture or the only culture that has used it for spiritual uses. I'm pretty sure, I think Japan had um, used it for spiritual purposes, um, but... uh That's the only ones I know, but I know that there have been several throughout history that have revered it as, if not like something spiritual, like a very important medicinal plant for their culture, Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: And so you are a music student and you have gone through all of the history classes and honestly... I don't miss that, but I love music in general. And like, what have you learned with cannabis in music? Which, did they even teach that in classes?
1: Well, uh, I mean, it, honestly, it's up to your teacher. Uh, luckily, Mizzou has very wonderful teachers. I know my freshman year, uh, Dr. Michael Buds, who has since passed away, actually passed away in the past uh, about six months ago.
0: Rest in um, peace.
1: Yeah, he he had been teaching the same class for like 37 years, and he always talked about the same topics, and he was not afraid to leave out the raunchy stuff and, um, you know, how raunchy some of those jazz songs could be that they would sing in those jazz clubs back in the day, and how they would be not just about reefer, but about, you know, more have extremely sexual content or uh, just really suggestive content in general they nothing was off the table with that stuff that was the scandalous music of the day and that continued and it's continued to this day even i would say it just switched the thing that switched switched over in popularity to more hip-hop and rap and stuff like that instead of jazz
0: is jazz a founder of rap and hip-hop like was it jazz and then it kind of evolutionized to hip-hop and pop if you could speak on that
1: yeah so i mean the origins of hip-hop for sure are um jazz and blues and all those things and especially just comes from you know guys getting stoned and experimenting with their uh with their mixtapes and cutting them together and remixing new songs and that stuff is incredible if you've ever looked up like how they first made those remixes and how they would manually turn the the vinyl on the plate and stuff to make this music. I mean, it's it's just insane. Insane stuff that they would do all probably while they were high as hell. I mean, (laughs) let's be real. They weren't afraid to talk about the, I mean, the stuff that needed to be talked about. Not just the fun, party, smoke weed, but like political issues as well. And I mean, and jazz was also another, one of those avenues as well. I mean, one of the most famous jazz musicians also happens to be A cannabis user, Louis Armstrong, and I mean, and the list is endless for them as well.
0: Which I was actually surprised to find out that Louis Armstrong used cannabis. I never knew that. But I mean, if you hear his raspy voice, like he obviously was smoking something.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure he smoked more than just cannabis, but I mean, uh, I mean, to this day, it's still, I mean, really culturally relevant and, um a lot of the music industry, not just these genres.
0: And when he was smoking cannabis in the 1920s, it actually wasn't illegal. Like, no laws on cannabis happened until the 1930s when they put a tax on hemp.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, They they were attempting to deregulated up until that point but yeah you're right it wasn't until 1937 i believe that they passed the official law where they made it illegal to even possess or own i think they made it a law before where they made it illegal for just anybody to like grow it and especially like industrial hemp like they took that out first and then they were like okay no one can smoke it either we need to be really specific so
0: yeah it sucked though because they literally were having people grow it and they were using cannabis for tax and basically money at one point. So,
1: yeah, and I mean, and it was a really great product that uh, like was really easy to grow, and a lot of people could use. And of course, everybody loves smoking it. But there was a lot of lobbyists both in the alcohol industry as well as just um, you know systematic racism that saw that most of the people doing this drug were people like in these jazz bars and low, just low-income people in general, which at that time were mostly black people, still is mostly black people. Which it is
0: unfortunate that most arrests are black people or minority groups because of the color of their skin.
1: Yeah, they're still disproportionately the ones that are in jail more for weed charges in general, so.
0: Yeah, they're trying to make laws, though, to help that. I mean, the MORE Act has stuff written into it about helping with Um, people who have been disproportionately affected by the war on drugs.
1: Absolutely, for sure. And and it's just so sad because it's really, it's black people that have given us most of this amazing music, like jazz, blues, I mean, hip-hop, rap, all of it. All of it comes from black people and the black people and the culture that they made here in America, both pre-slavery and post-slavery after all of that happened. So
0: yeah i mean like a little bit later though on after the jazz era i mean they were like singing and speakeasies and stuff do you know if there was any alcohol going on back then or it was just cannabis
1: oh absolutely there was alcohol too especially because it was illegal i mean they were doing everything i mean i wouldn't even limit it to cannabis and alcohol i mean cocaine was huge back in that day they considered that the workman's drug in fact that's part of also why they wanted to deregulate uh, marijuana because it was known to make you relax and laid back and you know made you think about things no they wanted you something that made you work and made you go fast and so that's why they promoted so much cocaine and like everything I, like they wanted it and everything is because that was to keep them working in the extreme conditions of the industrial <laughs> hell that we <we've laughs> created for ourselves and how people barely, didn't have the energy to want to work or do anything
0: Yeah, and I mean, cocaine was in Coca-Cola.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was in medicine. It was in a lot of stuff for a long time. I mean, for sure.
0: Yeah, and now (laughs) cocaine is a Schedule 2 drug when it has killed way more people than cannabis, and cannabis is a Schedule 1 drug.
1: Oh, and it's, yeah, and cocaine's absolutely way more addictive. So much more addictive. But you know why? It's because now it's the rich man's drug, and that's why it's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, yeah, but so like going ahead a little bit. Willie Nelson has—have you heard of him? I mean, I bet a lot of people have.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: He is a famous country singer who was very big on cannabis. And didn't him and Snoop Dogg actually have a smoke off to see who could smoke more? Or am I just making that up?
1: Uh, I wouldn't doubt it at all. I would not be
0: surprised. I'd have to look it up. I wonder who won.
1: (laughs) It'd be hard. I'm sure it was close.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So who else do you think has been a real big inspiration for you in listening to music and smoking cannabis?
1: I mean... I just I just always like listening to music while I'm high just in general I mean I genu- I'm generally not a country person so yeah I, I, I wouldn't listen to, listen to- Willie Nelson, but,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah Willie Nelson would not be my first pick to listen to while well, high but <laughs> I mean, good for him for, like, paving the way, at least for country singers. I mean, I know, or at least I would imagine that there's more of a stigma down south about cannabis not being good. I mean, you see a lot of um, the red states down there not necessarily become legalized yet. So with Willie Nelson being a huge country singer, a huge pop, like, country star, like, of course, he's at least made some people aware. I mean, I remember learning about him when I went to Nashville. There's a museum down there in Tennessee, where there actually is an exhibit talking about Willie Nelson and the cannabis that he smoked. And it's like, did you know he smoked a lot of weed? And I was like, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: I, I don't know if there's many country artists that really still are open about smoking weed. I don't know if there are many or how many there are. I just, I just don't listen to country as much, so I wouldn't know, but I would think, like you said, because typically the kind of people that listen to that are more conservative and might not be in weed, though a lot of times, it seems like across the board, both right and left, people love weed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I know people who are very Adam and Trump supporters who definitely are, smoke weed. But the states itself...
0: Yeah, the states itself, they are, like, not legalizing yet or, yet, or at least, like, having laws on it. I mean, Texas is, if it hasn't already, it's at least going to soon become medically available to people, which is huge for Texas, you know. I know some people who still are in Texas who say, I don't want cannabis legalized if I can have anything to do with it. So, it's everywhere. The, the stigma is both sides, like you were saying.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean... I could see how in the music industry, especially, um, I mean, it's all your, your paycheck is your audience. So if you can't please your audience or your certain people that can make you the most income, I mean, generally that's the way they're going to go. And that's why they're most of the time, their politicalness or what their political agenda is all so shallow is because it's really, it's just whatever helps them get more famous, get more money. Yeah. I mean, so uh, it makes sense why it's not till recently a lot of artists didn't even admit to doing it or be so open about it, for sure, because it could affect how, which jobs you get and how many jobs you get and what kind of paying jobs you get, because, you know, if it doesn't take too long for some of these artists to, if they stop getting jobs, they run out of money it, with their lifestyles. They go broke pretty fast.
0: So. Yeah. and it's unfortunate, but not all states that are medical and recreational. You are um, protected if you smoke cannabis. Like I know in Missouri, that if you have your medical card, you can still be affected by your, your employer.
1: In most states, uh, it's pretty much up to the discretion of whatever, empl- whoever you're employed by. So, I mean, if you have, even if you have a medical medical card and a documented medical condition that i really need this for and it it doesn't matter if they don't like weed and they don't want anybody in their company smoking weed they're not gonna hire you and that's within their rights i don't i don't think that's right especially if it is medical i Mm -hmm. mean that should be just like having a disability or something like that that should be you can't touch that no this is my medicine this is what i need my stuff so yeah
0: i mean if you have cancer and it helps you like with your um your effects of like taking your medicine and stuff like that then you should be able to take it or parkinson's when you're shaking so bad that you can't even like walk or like pick anything up like it smokes you smoke and then you stop like yeah you should yeah. be able to use that it's like when you have um asthma and you need to go to another state and you don't have your asthma inhaler with you like what?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do.
0: Yeah, but I did look up the artists that um, country artists that smoke cannabis or have at least admitted to it. So Toby Keith is one of them. Reba McEntire, Brantley Gilbert, Lorette Lynn, Ashley Monroe, Jake Owen, Eric Church, Florida Georgia Line. They're pretty popular. Marlee Haggard, Justin Timberlake, Hey.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that one. I didn't... <laughs> Why is he on the country artist? No, no.
0: <laughs> That's a good question.
1: <laughs> but he does, he does smoke weed. He's actually a cannabis advocate. I did read about that.
0: Yeah, I love Justin's music. Yeah.
1: And he's had a very long career, too. It seems to be a correlation between people that smoke pot and their, how long their careers are. So.
0: And then they're finally able to come out with it so people don't just, like, shoot their career down. Yeah. I. You know what? I actually think I know why he is on that list, because he has one song. I'm trying to find it with the Tennessee Kids.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: I can't remember the name of the song though. Oh, I can hear it in my head. Oh, that's so annoying. I have
1: no idea.
0: Didn't have to run, I knew it was love from a mile away. That song.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You've been running through my mind all day, baby. (laughs) okay enough of that (laughs) so have you heard of any festivals where you can smoke cannabis i don't know if like like
1: like music festivals well
0: i mean obviously you smoke cannabis at all music festivals but like any specific to like the music festival is about cannabis and music
1: I don't know if there's anything specifically for cannabis and music, but I know that if you look around, um, I've been the one in Oklahoma where they just, they have festivals where people different uh, dispensaries and production people and stuff will come together and be like vendors at these uh, medical marijuana festivals where as long as you have a med card, you can go in and you can, they have a lot of like sample products. They have a lot of merch. They usually have, like, music and other stuff that you can do. And, obviously, like, there's a lot of people sitting around, passing around weed and smoking. Uh, definitely not something that happened much during COVID, obviously.
0: Yeah. But pre-COVID, uh, yeah, dude, I I think I smoked in a circle
1: with at least, God, it was probably, like, 60, 70 other people. Like, it was a huge smoke circle. and How they, big? I mean, any good festival like that, if they can get it, they, they will get some sort of performing music or music artist that they can come do that. I don't know. I mean, I can't say for sure like how many or where and you say, but especially during the summer, they have a lot of these outdoor festivals where they do stuff like that and they promote these dispensaries, especially now that more and more states are becoming legal and more and more people are able to like get licenses and open this stuff, especially here in Missouri. I know there's probably going to be a lot more coming up. Um, there's probably definitely some in Illinois and any of the other states where it's even legal medically. You bet some people are going to throw stuff like this because it just helps people get their name out there. And um, I mean, obviously if you're a musician performing at one of these events, I mean, I, I would hope you were pot-friendly or at least pot-tolerant, like...
0: To be like, hey, I let's all light up. Yeah,
1: yeah or you're not, you're not going to have a good time there because everyone's going to be stoned, for real. But it's, I mean, it's a good time.
0: Mm-hmm. So in that big circle of 60 to 70 people, <laughs> like, what were you smoking? Like, a giant-ass joint, or...? I think, like, literally, it
1: just was everybody sort of brought in something there's a lot of joints a lot of blunts um one guy was passed around a bowl that had moon rock in it some people had um you know like concentrate pins and uh there was a couple bowls going around it was mostly just a lot of blunts and joints and there's some there's some big ones i'm not gonna lie there was at one point i mean i couldn't i couldn't stay in the circle the whole time before it was like
0: too high. We <laughs> <laughs> even
1: go lay down. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was, it was a lot of fun. It was they had it at a campground, so it was outside, and there was a like a creek that you could go swimming in, and it was really cool.
0: Nice. So I actually looked up a couple different festivals about cannabis, and it, it looks like the Windy City Smokeout is one. 2021. It's from Saturday, July 10th to uh, Sunday, July 11th. And on both days, it's 12 to 10 p.m. So that would be interesting to check out. It's Joe's on Weed Street, 940 West Weed Street, Chicago, Illinois. So (laughs) there's a smoke out on Weed Street. (laughs) Nice.
1: We love it. Perfect. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I bet you there's stuff going on every weekend if you know where to look. And, you know what people to ask for sure
0: yeah so do you have any advice for any cannabis users out there or any music musicians out there
1: um i would say i mean in my personal use of cannabis while having a singing career especially one where you you know it's it's pretty demanding during the semester the amount of music you have to say i mean you did it for a semester so you know I mean it's it's a lot and yeah. they're pretty they got pretty high expectations um and I found in smoking cannabis whether it's dry herb or concentrates um with it just produces a little bit more phlegm than normal uh that's really the only major negative side effect besides maybe more coughing than usual um, but in the end, uh, smoking smoking is smoking, and it, it does build up tar in your lungs. I would say long-term uh, for, for a singer, it, it would probably affect your voice if you really didn't take measures to take care of it, because that's the other thing is if you are going to be a musician that's going to do cannabis, just make sure you stay really, really hydrated. Make sure you, you take, especially if you're a vocalist, take plenty of vocal breaks you know, there it's quality over quantity in, in your practice and in the long-term and just in general, it'll preserve your voice a lot and it'll help your voice grow by not wearing it down all the time like that. Because that's how you get stuff like vocal nodes. because that would be my first concern, especially with a lot of coughing, is a, it's a callus that forms on your vocal cords. So obviously that's a problem and the only way to really treat those um besides surgery is you know taking vocal rest really really long vocal rest so that your chords come back to normal you're talking like years and years and that's that's career ending for a vocalist or an opera singer or something who's trying to make a living by doing that for sure um so i would say smoking concentrates i've noticed it makes it's a huge difference it's not quite as bad i can't say for sure like how much better it actually is for you in general. But I know just in general from how I feel, I just, there's a lot less phlegm. Um, my voice overall just feels less heavy and less weighed down as opposed to if I ever smoked like a blunt or something right before rehearsal, because I, uh, I won't I'll lie. I mean, I've been, I've been blazed at my fair share of, of rehearsals. But for me, because I have ADHD, I mean, it really, it just helps me get into that hyper focused flow state as well as, you know, staves off any anxiety that I have. Cause there's a lot of anxiety that comes with just being on stage and performing in general. Um, so I would say, especially for someone who's a vocalist or deals with your breath and your lungs, I would stick with concentrates or edibles and, and tinctures and stuff like that. Because it'll probably preserve the length of your career in general.
0: Yeah. And would you, so you said you would recommend edibles or tinctures or like a epidermal patch?
1: Yeah. I mean, anything that doesn't require you to like actually smoke it, because I think, you know, in the end, like no matter what way, which way you slice it, I think smoking over time is just going to build tar in your lungs and it's just not good for you. And And the medical science, I mean, just consistently has shown that even even with concentrates and vaping and the glycerin-based uh, vapes and stuff like that. I mean, they've proven that those kind of have their own other set of side effects that come apart from smoking. Yeah. So you're not getting any of the cancer-filling aspects, but you're definitely putting yourself at risk for stuff like CPOD are um, just other and other lung diseases where it's just, it's harder for you to breathe, harder for you to do the thing that you wanna do.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Tara. Thank you for your last bit of advice. If we missed anybody that you want to hear about, any artists that you're like, oh, my God, wait, this person smokes, but they didn't say it, then go ahead, go on to our Instagram, Geeking Cannabis, send a DM, send a comment, let us know what you want to hear more about. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.